Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Uh, Welcome to uh, Triple M Podcast, Episode 2. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, I am your host, Metal Ginger. I am Devil Sloth, 666 Sloth. I mean, you can say whatever you want. I don't care what you call me. (laughs) I'm sure that you would do a little bit. Just just don't call me late. (laughs) Late. Oh, shit. Late to build kids. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. So on this podcast today, uh, let's see here. If you're new to the podcast, we talk about um, metal and uh, some movies. A little bit of other things, which would be the more part. Or misc miscellaneous yeah miscellaneous that works <laughs> um yeah so what have you been listening to let me see i think you sent me a couple i've been listening to white ward since you sent oh. me that uh, preview it's really good jazzy God. black metal it's so hard to define i was just listening yeah. to it earlier that is okay. so good um i mean i got so turned on from the two songs they have on that pre-order that i went and downloaded the other two off the Albums off of their band camp. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to the other albums? Not fully, but I liked what I heard. Yeah. <clears throat> they weren't. Sim- was similar to the latest release? Yeah, the earlier stuff was more straight up black metal, I think. But yeah, okay. this new one sounds like they uh, put a lot of different tones in it and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Uh... I, I, because I found it, uh, what I found that on Invisible Oranges, they had uh, mm-hmm. shared it, and of course, uh, if everybody should know about Invisible Oranges, especially if they're listening to this podcast, because you're digging deep, uh, <laughs> yeah. to, deep in the and the metal reserves, <laughs> you should already know about Invisible Oranges. If you're listening deep, to us, deep cuts, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but man, I started listening to it. It was just, uh, like midway through the first track, I'm like. All right, uh, l- l- let me let me look into getting a copy of some some physical media of this. <laughs> oh, did you um, actually order the uh, the album? Yeah, LP? yeah. Uh, I guess because you lo- you went to the page like right after I sent it to you, and I was yeah. on the page, so that's weird. That because yeah. I was able to get like the mixed color album. Yeah, that was gone, gone. <laughs> Yeah, well, it has a uh, black vinyl, which is cool too. But miss like the mixed color one sounded pretty rad. Mm-hmm. And it was like limited to a hundred. Ah, yeah, you probably got uh, number ninety nine or something. <clears throat> yeah, which is, but I didn't even have it in my cart because <laughs> then you said something about it, and then I was like, well, maybe I should check this out real quick before. So then I did, threw it in the cart, like let me, you know, purchase it. No problem. So, very so weird. It's just me then. Okay. I guess weird internet thing. <laughs> I fuck this. But yeah. Because um, you are um, 
diving into the black metal. Um, yeah, so you tell tell us about it. What what did you think about it? Uh, you mean a uh, white ward? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, uh, I kind of listen to anything and everything BM related. I mean, I just found a Bathory LP the other day. That's pretty OG. Oof, that's but, a good find. But I mean, that's pretty old school. But this this new <clears> band, <throat> like, I kind of dig how it sounds black metal, but they're also doing new different stuff with it, so keeps it interesting. Yeah, because uh, you can't. I mean, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have uh, associated saxophone with black metal, but these guys did it. So. Yeah, somehow they, they, yeah, I, I don't know if I. Did. <sighs> there's black metal there, but then there's that just some good jazzy and some sax in there, and they just they mixed up everything so well. Uh, good album. Yeah, it worked very, for me. Very impressive. <laughs> Yeah, and though, uh, and then you found that Bla- uh, Bathory album. Yeah, I haven't spun it yet because I did, like I've been busy last couple of days getting ready for a job. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the guy at the record shop was like, "Oh, I'm surprised that's still there." I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's because I'm buying it." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, those are pretty limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah those I'm... are super hard to find. Totally. I mean, he said they had a self-titled in there earlier that day and he was surprised that the person either didn't find the second one that was in there or he just like left it behind but i was like i'll take it yeah i mean maybe he already had it it was like 21 bucks can't beat that Oof, cheap that's some deals right there yeah i'd be dumb not to buy it um yeah so i ordered i was able to order uh white ward the album what is it? The love exchange failure. Love exchange mm. failure, not the just the love, love exchange failure. Mm-hmm. Man, so good. And it starts off you're like that first that intro to the first song. You're just kind of like, okay, all right, don't know what I'm getting myself in for. <laughs> and then it just it flips the script and goes pretty much black metal. It punches you in the mouth. Yeah. And uh, but somehow it weaves in and out of that uh, sound so well, so good. Yeah, very well transitioned. The whole thing sounds like they recorded it really, really well. Right, which again is uh, not typical for black metal. Yeah, I mean, no, the older stuff I found, you know, it's very rough. <laughs> yeah, rough's a good word for it. Yep. But then you got yeah. like the newer stuff that gets more experimental. Yeah, yeah. I think the gone are the days of um, just four track recording out in a forest somewhere with wolves and a full moon. Well, I'm sure somebody's like, doing it. <laughs> probably, yeah. And of course, I'll be heralded as a black metal genius. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of odd black metal, I'm not sure how new it is, but I found a band called Wayfarer. Mm-hmm. Album I was listening to is called World's Blood. I think I found it off Reddit again, but um, yeah, it's a Western themed black metal. Interesting. Western as in like America yeah. Western or yeah, like cowboys? Wild, like cowboys and Wild West. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, it's sick. I like it. The intro track, let me see what the name of it is. But it starts out, kind of has a almost a train sound to it. Like uh-huh. an old 
like you're listening to a train coming in the station, but it's got like a really driving black metal beat. It's just sick. Yeah, the first song's called Animal Crown. So it's pretty rad. Huh. I mean, the whole the whole album has a definite Western theme to it, and I mean, I love westerns like uh, the Man with No Name trilogy, or maybe even some John Wayne, even though he was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I think growing up in the United States, you kind of have to have an element of Western in your blood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, for a while, it was like it. it well. Not very much more, but for a while, it was like everywhere. Oh, yeah. John Wayne's tombstones, Wyatt Earps. Yeah. I'll be your oh. Huckleberry. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, World's Blood. Okay, yeah. I'm get it out right now in their band camp. We're kind of bleeding into the movies, but I think uh, Westerns in general were something kind of like sci fi's are, where you can uh, kind of interject a societal commentary to a like a movie where people are just like oh they're shooting each other big deal but there's actually a underlying story to a lot of the good ones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 i don't disagree there yeah i mean I think these days people do it with sci-fi <clears throat> a lot more but like uh westerns are the big trojan horse for societal allegories back then in the days <laughs> yeah I, and i wonder i wonder what that movement or why they moved away from it is it um how society is trying to be not as discriminatory between uh, or against Native Americans oh. or, um, you know, Mexicans. Because those were always like the, the foreigners or the unknown yeah. in a lot of the movies. Yeah, a lot of wild westerns weren't very kind to those groups. <laughs> right, right. And, and then now, if you were to do that, of course... Uh, you would be ridiculed for it, and rightly so. Yeah, but, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Um, but now you, so you need. There are, there are some pretty good westerns, like modern times. They're just nowhere near as pervasive as they used to be. So right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe that is why they they try to make a good statement with in sci-fi with aliens instead. Yeah, and you can like probably shoehorn a lot more into sci-fi because like uh, this is just ridiculous alien movies. Like no one really thinks about it, but yeah, there's a lot of shit in most of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, Even I've been um, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I get on that. <laughs> anyway, oh, back man. to news <laughs> for that. Get Ooh. another bottle. Get another yeah. bottle, Craig. Yeah, we're going to... Craig, get another bottle. <laughs> Craig's getting another bottle. Um, yeah, yeah so White Ward. And yeah, then White Ward. Um, I was listening to another band. Uh, I want to say it's called Eson. It's not um, It's not Eson, the guitarist. It's a I-S-O-N. Mm. Um, and they're kind of like a... Uh, I guess they're classified as like a drone gauge, drone gaze, or I don't know. I guess Doom is on their YouTube, but it's more ambient than I think Doom. Yeah. But it's uh, kind of like Alcest, uh, the French band. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's uh, very, very mellow, very kind of atmospheric, moody, um, nice, like, background, put it on and chill type music. Yeah. I'm coming at you with all this rough BM and you're chilling me out. Yeah, um, I just found them and I, I put them on and it was I was totally not looking for, you know, like a relaxing uh, style of music at the time. And I put it on. Uh, and then, and then I was apparently I was I was looking for that because then I just listened to the entire album. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. It is nice when you find albums that you weren't like necessarily looking for. There's fall in your lap. Yeah, and sometimes like uh, I guess you know people will show me albums or I'll find albums, and I have to be. Sometimes I think I have to be in a mood for that style. Um, or genre, you know, so I'll listen to it and I, people be like, Oh, what'd you think of whatever? I'm like, eh, I just wasn't feeling it that day. You know? Yeah. It happens. But, um, yeah, I put this on and then it's like, uh, just it fit. It wasn't what I, at all what I was looking for. Um, but it fit, I think I found it on, um, was it like a, we're post walk. Yeah. Post where post rock dwells. Uh, yeah, I think YouTube I know channel. that one. I think I've listened to that before. It's actually, it's a good channel. Yeah. Um, you know, there was the whole thing with atmospheric black metal, uh, YouTube channel. And then when that went away for a little bit, I, I had to expand, <laughs> but they're back channels day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, well, he's back now. Um, which is great. Um, but there, you know, there was a, what it was like three weeks, maybe a month. When there was, uh, and he was gone. So I had to branch out. Yeah, nice. Got to branch out, man. Mm-hmm. Can't be stagnant. And then I ended up, ended up buying one of their albums, too. Which, Ooh. when you start buying albums from Europe, um, there's unintended and unexpected costs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, shipping costs. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you get the uh, exchange rate. Uh, which isn't kind. Um, <laughs> and then you, you're paying about as equal to the cost for shipping for yeah. international <laughs> shipping, especially to where I live. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that those are my two big finds. I was listening to uh, the new cattle decapitation and I was really fucking digging that. Oh, nice. Um, and then, uh, what was that other one? I think we shared it in um, a little Facebook group. It was. It was an infant annihilator, was it? <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to find them. <laughs> For some reason, I just could not. Uh, the Borknagar album. Nah. Uh, the new Borknagar. Uh, that was on my, my Spotify playlist. And it came up. And man, uh, Borknagar is. Uh, kind of always had that kind of ethereal, uh, almost spacey, but black metal-ish uh, vibe to him. Uh, hmm. And I still like uh, a solid track from them. Uh, excited to see what else uh, comes off of that album. Excellent. But, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Another one of the, um, you know, a Norwegian black metal band. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they just have like, I don't know, man. It's you know, you have your typical black metal and then you've got like, I guess they're progressive black metal. Uh, uh, 
but yeah, the, it's definitely worth checking out. But that new Cattle Decapitation, um, I don't listen to a lot of them, but that new track that they put out is fucking killer. Hmm. I'll have to listen to it. Because I have not yet. Yeah, it's um, one day closer to the end of the world. Oh, that's which, nice of course, uplifting yeah, tune. <laughs> yeah, it's not at all about what is going on in the world. They're, <laughs> ca- cattle decapitation is known for not giving a fuck about what's going on and singing about whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> but quite the opposite. They're they're super. They they have a commentary on, uh, you know, modern occurrences and and everything going on. Uh-huh. I think the only other new one I was listening to is uh, Other Sith. I think I sent that one to you. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't get to check that out. What is that? It is a very black black metal band. Uh, the album I got was Triumphant Nothingness. <laughs> yeah. Really happy Sounds sounding. black metal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I got that <laughs> off. I got it off Bandcamp, and they usually have like a digital download, but this album was CD only. So I was like, well, this better be good. So I ordered the damn CD. Man. Uh, wound up being really like a brutal sounding black metal. Yeah. It's really heavy. The guy growls really bad. It's, really, it's pretty rad. That's cool. I like that. I might have to check that out. Yeah. Their band camp's got a lot of other stuff they've done. It's all pretty good. Yeah. You should you probably see start that, um, slinging band camp links. <laughs> you're right. Uh, man, you said that you got it on CD. And I, I think we touched on this before uh, outside of the podcast, but how vinyl is on track to outsell CDs this uh this year. Yeah, it makes me happy. Yeah. And it's I mean, crazy cuz um I wonder I I think it has a lot to do with uh there's not a lot of CD players now. Like nobody yeah. like goes out and buys a CD player. Yeah. You know, whereas I mean, uh, CDs were initially because they're supposedly sounded better back in the eighties when they're new, but turned mm-hmm. into just because uh, they're more reliable than cassettes. Cause, cause I mean, I had, I had a Walkman when I was a kid and those things would chew up tapes. Oh yeah, definitely. So you just get a CD player and you throw that fucker in and you can walk around even though like it took a while for the tech to get so where you couldn't like walk around with it perfectly flat in your hand, like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd have to get like that 10 second get protection. Yeah. And hope you got a good enough CD player because I'd have to walk to school holding it on my palm. Yeah. Just so I could listen to the goddamn you'd CD. Have to wear, uh, you'd have to wear Jenko jeans or something with big pockets so that you could fit your fucking player into them. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid, kids well, these days. days. You had to pick never like, a, what, like two or three CDs to last you the whole day because that was yeah. all you could fit in the goddamn Jenkos. You'd go to, or you'd go to your locker, and you'd have your your CD album there, and it'd be like a big binder of like two hundred CDs. You'd be like, "Oh shit, I left that CD at home. Fuck, my day's ruined." Girls these days never know the appreciation you'd have when like a dude would give you a mixed CD, though. Right? Like now it's yeah. playlists. That's like playlists are cool, but there was work to be had yeah, when was- you put it. <laughs> It was work to do CDs, uh, especially because you'd like burn them. And way back when they had like a 
4x burner so it would take like <laughs> 35 minutes to burn a cd oh yeah if you're and, lucky and then it'd be like oh close out all of your programs so the the program uh the burner program doesn't run into any issues yeah oh, jesus <laughs> there was all those things we were old <laughs> yeah but having a vinyl overtake cd kind of makes sense I kind of mm-hmm. give more credit to digital music because, you know, why the fuck do you need to buy a CD anymore? Yeah. yeah Except for the true. cases where I just mentioned where I can't get it digital because it's some weird, obscure black metal band and they only sell CDs. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and there was, I can't remember which one, but they were, because uh, I think it was, I bought an album off of them. Um, but then I checked out their Facebook page. It might have been Eson, um, mm. and they were talking about how they were really excited because they were going to be releasing a cassette tape as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are coming back. Yeah, uh, what Walkman just released their 40th anniversary Walkman. Oh hell yeah! I I think they just did. Um, it might be Fine. 30th anniversary, but that doesn't sound right. 12 double A's and you're in business. Right? <laughs> and, or, and then you get like um, them really shitty headphones. Oh, yeah. Those plastic like, fuckers with the like industrial foam earpieces. <laughs> right, right. The ones with like the little tiny shiny wire that goes over your head. Yeah. And that, oh, man. Like that thing gets bent your whole fucking days around too. Yep. Yeah, you can't use them anymore. Or you'd see people with broken ones, and they would just hold. They would just have to like hold them up against their ears. <laughs> There's so much possibility to have your day just destroyed back then. <laughs> yep. My headphones bent, and I dropped a CD. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Susie didn't like my mix CD. Oh, shit. She took it and gave it back. I think oh. no. Ooh. I don't like any of these songs. Like, what are you, some kind of little bitch? I like metal. <laughs> if only. I think, um, I don't know. Girls that listen to metal were few and far between where I went to school. Oh, I had a few in my high school, but they're all too cool. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. But, uh, you know, that that's um, a thing that you see more and more of, I think, you go to concerts. Um, it's the, I think the gender percentage is, it used to be pretty one-sided. I think it's kind of evening out now. I see a lot of women at shows. Yeah. I've seen a few girls and they're always like, well, I mean, you get the occasional one where the boyfriend dragged her there, but yeah, like, I kind of felt bad. My wife's not into the heavy music, but I went to Bumbershoot a couple of years ago and the Melvins are playing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry, but you're going because if you want to see these other bands, I'm not missing Melvins. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like didn't, I didn't give her a, a heads up for what they were like. <laughs> so she just oh, yeah. like, went into a Melvins show blind. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. So, you got to give her a little bit of a heads up. I was like, yeah, they're pretty heavy. <laughs> <sighs> She didn't That's have the awesome. worst experience because some poor sap in the middle of the crowd, like the first song, like a minute in, got pulled up the crowd surf and they dropped him on his head. Oh, like, fuck that. <laughs> a few seconds later, a couple guys came out of the crowd dragging his unconscious ass out. I was like, Jesus. 
damn. <laughs> like, well, Man. Got a cool story, but he can't remember any of it. Right? They, they told me I fell on my head. I can't remember, though. <laughs> I was like, do they at least give him a t-shirt? <laughs> Participation? Uh, at least it's not that guy who was getting punched by security at an Iron Maiden show. Yeah, I kind of wish I went to that now. I Like, I thought I was working that day, so I didn't buy tickets, and my boss gave me the day off out of the blue. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I saw Maiden... Uh, they came through Tacoma three or four years ago, yeah. five, four or five years ago now. Man, uh, Bruce Dickinson, that dude is ancient now, and he makes me tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that motherfucker is like running around and jumping up and down, fucking leaping from speakers and leaping from like whatever piece of stage thing that he's on at the time and. <laughs> more running and more jumping and he's singing the entire time and i'm just like bro stop i am out of breath <laughs> just watching you is exhausting me yeah uh man but yeah that was a that was a great show but uh yeah there was uh people listening didn't know there was uh some security guy uh at a iron maiden show ended up punching one of the members of the crowd like in the face repeatedly and bruce ended up stopping while they were playing he stopped it and he's like called out the security guard um i guess big hubbub over it as as well there should be but man your job isn't to deck people (laughs) yeah yeah i mean not at a hardcore show in downtown dude you chill the fuck out yeah uh, oh, speaking of hardcore shows, are you going to go to that one at El Corazon? Man, I am. Uh, I'm tempted. <laughs> Still, mm-hmm. I don't recognize. I think I recognize two names on that yeah, we, set list. That was a crazy set list. I wonder if there are like a lot of local bands. There or very well could be. Yeah, maybe just bands that aren't in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean either one. I mean I've heard of Deceased. Mm-hmm. I want to say they're hardcore, but I'm probably wrong, and I'm going to get fucking destroyed for it. But <laughs> <laughs> See. I mean, one of them was Oxygen Destroyer. Yeah, which vomit uh, I've heard of. I know they're metal. They were talking about them on uh, Reddit. Yeah, they just. Uh, I think Witch Vomit just put out a new album. That was. Yeah. Uh, I think I was just listening to them actually. Yeah, I gotta give them a spin. Yeah. Um... The Googles would uh, classify deceased as an extreme metal van. Ah, they've been so around since the nineties. Oh God, that's so old. <laughs> band terms. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh. Witch vomit. They just put out. Uh. It was. Uh. Banger TV. They were just. Oh. Re- they just uh, were talking about this. I think it was a June release. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, dripping tombs. Yeah, it super good. Um, definitely, definitely worth checking out that witch vomit. Yeah, dripping tombs. Uh, and then the LP is uh truly named "Buried Deep in a Bottomless Grave." Nice. Yeah, so, I probably should go. Get yeah. my it's Britney Spears bitch T-shirt and go hang out with the metalheads. Yeah, you should. Okay. Definitely should. And and then come home with a witch vomit shirt. <laughs> they let me trade. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. Thank you. Come here. <laughs> yeah, I'm twenty down. bucks spinly. That's actually uh, one of the few Seattle venues I haven't been to. I've been El to most of the big ones. Yeah. You are in for a treat, my friend. Hell yeah. I mean, I've wanted to, but it just never works out or they're not I playing think, there. I think that's the venue I've been to the most. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, God, who have I seen there? I think I saw August Burns Red there. Ooh. Um. Who was that one? Alter Bridge. I ended up going with one of the dudes I worked with at the time. He's a big Alter Bridge fan. And I was like, I was like, yeah, bro, I'll, I'll go with you. Fucking heavy dog. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I had a few to drink that night. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You gave it's, me, it's not a, it's not you gave me shit for dragging you to that freaking uh, indie show and the crocodile. I mean, that's mm-hmm. probably heavier than Alter Bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah. It probably is. Yep. Uh, but you know, so my, my, my philosophy was always, if I go to somebody with a show that they want to go to and I'm not about it, uh, they'll go to a show that I want to go to, even if they're not about it. So, yeah, which is cool, but then you fucking moved. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then I had to move. Yeah. There will be time. Yep. Once you're back. Uh, Well, now that, um, what is it? Uh, it's a venue up in Seattle that just got turned into a historic building. The Showbox. The Showbox, yeah. That's a good one. I'm glad they did that because that would have sucked to just put a fucking apartment building on. Yeah, that's because, I mean, that's all Seattle needs, more apartment buildings. Yeah, they really gutted their own scene. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um. But yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? What else we got on the docket today, Craig? Oh God damn it, Craig! Craig says that we talk about movies. Uh, I'm for it. All right, I'll start because I'm really stoked about this fucking trailer. Yeah, the Lighthouse re- released their second trailer, and I mean, I've watched the first trailer about seventy times. Right. So I don't know oh. what the fuck to call this movie, but it looks absolutely weird and i really like weird movies mm-hmm. uh and it's out uh what a24 right is is making it uh yeah a24 man they're making like i they're slowly making some really fucking good movies totes i mean i've seen a couple from a24 that i wasn't down with but it's pretty rare mm-hmm. but the Lighthouse has Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's black and white, and it looks really like old school, like uh, Igmar Bergman might have made it or something. Yeah. And it's got like a horror movie feel out. to it. Yeah, it's got like kind of a horror movie feel, but then uh, like there's the scenes where they get fucking sloshed and act weird. It might be kind of a dark comedy. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things. Like, you don't know what kind of movie it's going to be is it going to be like a thriller a suspense a horror is it just a black comedy (laughs) it's really weird if it's all that's cool because i mean uh, the director guy that made the witch right Um, right let me google that really quick because i can't think of him off the top of my head and craig's fucking useless yeah uh robert eggers yeah there you go 
Robert Eggers. If yeah, you haven't yeah. seen The Witch, that's an excellent horror movie. Yeah. Have you seen uh, it? I have not. Oh, well, you might it's, actually dig it. I know you're not into horror, but... Yeah, not big of... on horror. It has been on my two-watch list, though. I just... Uh, other shit has gotten, gotten in the way. Maybe we should watch it this week at some point so we can talk about it next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, I could probably do that. I could probably arrange that. I thought it was um, good. Very fucking disturbing. Yeah. That's always... It's always good. Like oh, that. Yeah. It's almost like a period piece, but it's just really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, him <laughs> directing The Lighthouse makes me... Uh, I mean, just having his name attached to it already had my interest, but the trailers... Yeah. And really I mean, William Defoe is, of course, amazing. Oh, yeah. He looks like he should be in a fucking lighthouse and a shaky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. like he's, he's found his niche. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, of course, Mr. Sparkly, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, um, I think I'm actually happy for that guy because it seems like he's been doing more uh, good movies, you know? Yeah, you know, I think that he's he's been slowly working up his way again, uh, trying, I don't know, not necessarily redeeming himself, but yeah. he's been doing like a lot of the kind of lower budget, smaller movies. Um, and then of course... Going to be the Batman. Yeah, he's Batman now. Um, he was in The Lost City of Z, and you couldn't even recognize him. Like... If you were like, oh, yeah, that guy was in Twilight, you'd be like, what? What? That guy? <laughs> no uh, he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, I think he's a good actor. I think uh, everyone involved in Twilight probably didn't think it was going to be as big as it ended up being. Mm-hmm. But yeah. from what I understand, like none of them were really stoked to be a part of it. <laughs> right. I mean... And they are just arguably terrible movies. I've seen... Most of them, and I didn't like any of them. So. Yeah, and that's not I mean, just people, from being a movie snob. That's just like it's a fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, pe- people do do work for money, and sometimes they don't like doing that work. But yeah, don't gotta get that money. Yeah, and once you sign a contract in that city, it's like you gotta fucking die to get out of it. Right, right. You get locked in. So, yeah, uh, I don't know about second chances. Um, and yeah, like I said. Uh, Lost City of Z, fantastic. I'm actually looking forward to him being Batman. Yeah, be interesting. I kind of learned how to give people second chances after Heath Ledger's Joker because at first everyone was like, Why him? Like, this guy, mm-hmm. he's, he's in romantic comedies, he's not a Joker. Yeah, and then look yeah, what I mean, <laughs> it's man, all of those fans, they are like the harshest critics ever. Oh, yeah. You're never going to make them happy. And I I think that um, everybody's kind of realized that, everybody else outside of that that circle, and have kind of just moved on. Like, oh, you don't like it? Yeah, we expected that to happen. (laughs) Guess what? We're we're still going to cast XYZ into whatever. It's just an army of that fat comic book owner from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, worst Batman ever. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I'm looking yeah, so he's in, uh, the lighthouse. I'm, I, I actually kind of want to see it. And then him as Batman. I, I really want to see actually. Yeah. I always wish they did like a noir style Batman. Yeah. Right. Like if I made a Batman movie, uh, John Hamm 
I always thought it would be a kick-ass Batman, but it'd have to be set in like the fucking 50s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost like the animated series. It kind of had that old school retro right. vibe to it. Like, just do yeah. that. Do that. It was fucking great. But live. Yeah, there's so many like good storylines that you could pull. And of course, like the the animated DC universe does a really good job of that. Oh, yeah. There's a whole run of different movies and set in different timelines for Batman and Superman and JLA, and, you know, all of them. And it's just, man, if they could just take that storytelling and, you know, influences and motivation yeah. and then put it to live action instead of just giving it to fucking uh, Zach and going, <laughs> uh, hey, go ahead and go ahead and go do your thing. And then Zach does his thing and makes absolutely shit movies. Like, no way. Great. I think DCU would be doing really well. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Justice League was a hot fucking mess. Oh God, I don't even want to get started on fucking Justice League. Uh, get more liquor. Oh, yeah, jeez. Uh, <laughs> but oh yeah, I mean Robert Pattinson will make a kick-ass Batman. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday I'll write a, a stand <clears throat> script for my version. <laughs> yeah, and then of Shot course man. they so just have announced. <laughs> oh, go ahead. It would be just like Don Draper and Mad Men. <laughs> It just, just, just Don Draper in a bat suit, just beating the yeah. shit out of people. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not drunk. I am justice. <laughs> <laughs> I am the knight. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> smokes a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I, I am the knight. Robin. Robin. Give me another pack. <laughs> I'm out of breath, Robin. <laughs> Where's the detonator? <laughs> Jesus. That was always funny. The world's greatest detective, and he always resorts to slamming people in the face, yelling, where is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, you, you fucking tell me you're the fucking detective. Right? I, that was one of the critiques of uh, that trilogy, though. There's no detective work. He did, right. like, um, in the just second a, one. Just a little he, light torture. <laughs> yeah, well, there was light torture. There was um, when he did forensics on the shell casing that got shot into concrete. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Why can't you do that for the rest of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of money on that one program, all right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't think you made it loud enough, sir. Boom. <laughs> like anyone within two blocks of that building he was living in is like, what the fuck was that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was underground. So, yeah. There was that. It was a big ass gun, man. Yeah. But it was Gotham. Uh, I mean, no one gives a shit. True, true. <laughs> They're probably used to that. Oh, another gunshot. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, other movie news. I saw It Chapter 2 yeah. a couple days ago. Did you see the first one? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I wouldn't go see two if I didn't see one. I'm like, what the hell's I happening? Mean, some people, sometimes they do that thing. You're allowed to, and you're wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, no argument there. Yeah, so what did you think? That was pretty good. Like uh, the casting choices were all they all made sense. Um, mm-hmm. Me being a Stephen King fan, I think I've read it like about four or five times now. Right. So there were differences <clears throat> in both movies. Like I think uh, overall the spirit was the same, but 
Like if you're a fan of his books, you know, there's a lot of details that weren't put in and some of them goddamn well should not have been put in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've read that one. Uh, I have not read it. Not a big Stephen King reader. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a little, little chapter with a little child orgy in it. Oh, all right. I, I haven't <laughs> read about that. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't really need that. <laughs> yeah. In a movie. Right. <laughs> But then they didn't. They didn't keep it in, did they? In the new movie, the the orgy. You're right. No hell no. They, they had kinda, yeah. They cut their hands and like made a promise, which is fucking perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that sounds much better. I don't need that cocaine fueled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Stephen King is out there on Twitter trying to critique everybody, and then it's like, bro, did you know that you wrote a child orgy? <laughs> I mean, it was the 80s. It was the (laughs) 80s, man. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, I don't want him coming at me at Twitter. I love Steven. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as a movie, it was really good. Um, Pennywise played by, what is it? What the fuck is, what's the Skarsgård? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was excellent. I saw something. I'm not sure if it's real. There was like a Twitter picture of uh, Bill Hader with him. Oh right! And there, he was like, "Oh, how much work did they have to put into making your eye like go off to the side like that?" I never shot your end because when Pennywise kind of drones off when he's about to eat a kid, mm-hmm. it's like his eye goes off to the side. And he's like, "Oh, like this," and he just did it at will. <laughs> like, Bill, Bill was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> fuck, that'd be freaky as hell. I know he's in like full Pennywise garb and he does yeah. that shit. I'm like, I'm dead. Like. Fucking Pennywise is gonna eat me. And then uh Skarsgard just got um get the role of the man in black for the stand. Oh, that's a different Skarsgard, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is the Pennywise is Bill Skarsgard. Let me see if I can find the stand. If it's weird, um, it's like another True role. Blood Skarsgard. Yeah. I don't know if they're related. I doubt it. Alexander Skarsgard. Huh. The sibling. Bill Skarsgård. There you go. Oh, cool. There you go. They are related. Yep, they are related. There you go. Looking at the list, though, I'm already impressed. Like, I only heard about him. I didn't know James Marston was tagged. Oh, my gosh. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Amber Heard. Greg Kinnear. I don't know what the fuck Marilyn Manson's doing in there, but his name's on. (laughs) (laughs) It's just (laughs) self-titled. He's going to play himself. It's always... Interesting when he shows up in movies. Yeah. My God, you're ugly. Oh, Marilyn Manson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Randall Flagg. Uh, I hope Alexander Skarsgård, the brother to Bill Skarsgård, be playing Randall Flagg, who in other books is known as the man in black, right? Yes, sir. The walking dude. I mean, he's got like fucking 40 names. Right, right. Also looms large in the Dark Tower series, which I really wish they'd get right. Yeah, because um, that the last movie was trash. Yeah, I know they were talking about making an Amazon series about it. Mm-hmm. Man, they've been they do it right. It could be really good. Yeah, they've been talking. Uh, they've been going back and forth because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make a movie," uh, but then, or we're gonna make three movies, but in between the three movies, we're gonna make a TV series. Yeah, it would connect the movies, and I'm like, that sounds great. 
but I just don't see that happening. Like, no, no, especially not now. Like they just, yeah, well, yeah, now that fuck, they just need to flush the movie idea and just go with the series. Yeah. Or if they're going to do the movies, figure out which fucking movie they're going to do. Cause they're like, Oh, this movie is going to be after the books, but it's going to act like it's before the books and the first. Wait, what? What are you talking about? That and the shoehorned shit in from like the first three books. Like, hey, man. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, these books are cherished in the Stephen King community, and you just Mm. totally took a dump on them. Those are the only Stephen King books I've read. And that's why, yeah, I like them. Um, The first one is super good. Yeah. Uh, I've just been listening to it on audiobook um, on Audible again pretty recently. Yeah, I did the whole series last year when I was I had a leg injury, so I couldn't do much. Mm-hmm. So I just like listened to Dark Tower while I was sorting paperwork at my job. For, like, yeah, <laughs> got through the whole damn series on Audible. Nice, nice. And it um, is it all read by the same guy that does the first book? Oh man, that's a sad <clears throat> story, actually, and I know it. Uh, the first three or four books were all read by that guy, and he was fucking awesome. Yeah, but he, uh, I guess he got into a really, really bad motorcycle accident, and he like okay. like crippled him, and he couldn't do his job anymore because he was just a big uh, a voiceover guy for all kinds of books. Excellent reader, but he hurt himself and he couldn't finish the series. They had to find another guy to finish it up, and he does a good job too. I'm not knocking that guy, but the original dude, man, he was fucking great. Uh, George Guidel, that was his. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then I guess Frank Muller. Yeah. Uh, took over. Okay. He did good, but I mean, you go through fucking like three or four books with one guy, you kind of want to ride the wave the rest of the way. But right. Right. He had a unfortunate accident. Cut huh, his I career short. That. Yeah. Jeez, I mean, I, I read. I read why. Like, I was like, why did the voice actor change? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking <sighs> of audio books, did you know? Uh, Serial killer Ed Kemper, you know you're you're watching the Mind Slayer, yep. Or Mind, uh, fuck, Mind, Mind, Mind Hunters, Hunter. Mind Slayer. That's uh, Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> yep, but, I'm uh, reading Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do have fan books now, so I don't doubt it. But Ed Kemper from Mind Hunter, he actually did read uh, audio books, like he recorded audio books in yeah. jail. So yeah. fucking creepy. Like I want to hear one now. <laughs> did you like? Anybody can do it, actually. So if you've got a lot of time on your hands, Uh, say like you're in prison, uh, (laughs) what better thing to do than read audiobooks and make a little money? But uh, because I looked into that and you can, um, there's like two or three different companies and you can just be a regular person and read uh, audiobooks and record them and then send them off to a company to be published. Yeah, that's crazy. It's super cool. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, you assume you get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, unless you're reading, like, a lot of books, I don't think that you're going to get by on just uh, reading it, but... Like, good uh, passion project, I guess. Yeah, I think it'll, you know, at least be beer money. <laughs> yeah, fall <well>, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll be able to buy some LPs with it. <laughs> One or two from Europe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After shipping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that shit's expensive. Oh, uh, yeah, for real. 
But uh, it chapter two is good. I suggest it, um, especially since okay. if you saw the first one, you might as well. But um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch that. If if, if you start, you gotta finish. Hell yeah! Yeah, and uh, casting was good. I love Bill Hader as uh, Ralph or Richie, Richie Tozer. Mm-hmm. And oh, they still have, yeah, he's good. good. He's good in general. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I mean, they all did a real good job. Uh, and... I finally got around to watching uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Ooh, shit! I haven't. <laughs> um, well, it's good. You should watch it. Okay, just because he told a, me to. Yeah, that's as far as I'm going to go with that. I don't want to get into <laughs> fucking details because. Uh, I'm not a big horror fan, and you're not a big Marvel movie fan. I mean, I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, have you seen Infinity War? Yeah. Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone saw that shit. <laughs> did you Endgame. see Endgame? Yes, sir. <laughs> when did you watch that? I went to see it in theaters. Oh, okay. Um, I think the only ones I haven't seen are the Spider-Man's. Might, yeah. might be one or two others I missed, but I've I've hit all the big ones. Okay, okay. Like your Black Panther, your, your Captain America trilogy. I don't think I've seen Thor: The Dark World, but it doesn't sound like I missed much. You're not missing much, even though it's fucking Thor. Yeah, I, I I like the new direction that they're taking with that. Just his overly dramatic. Like the first one was good, but I, I like that they're allow, allowing Chris Hemsworth to kind of bring more personality and, and humor to the character. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to with a Robert Downey Jr. gone. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert! Yep, spoiler alert. Although, I guess I, I read a few headlines that um, they're already talking about bringing him back, and I'm like, no. Oh, for let, Christ's sake. Just leave it alone. Just yeah. just leave it alone. I mean, I can see Black Widow, and honestly, if you haven't seen the movie yet, then that's your fault. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They bring, they're doing a Black Widow movie, so that could yeah. technically be uh, like a prequel, make a fit. I think it's supposed to take place after uh, Winter Soldier. Ah. I could be wrong there. It might be after Civil War. It's, ah, it's either okay. one or the other. But yeah, well, uh, I'm well. still excited for that. That'll be good. I yeah, that's be some uh, Scar Joe. Oh, yeah, Scar Joe. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, not bad at all. She's she's got the triple M podcast stamp of approval. Yep, exactly. I'm sure she'll be relieved. She got the T TMP bump. Yep, the TPM DMP. Yeah, TMP. Ah, this beer is kind of high in (laughs) (laughs) percent. Yeah, this rum is pretty strong. Oh shit! This one was made in Woodenville. Woodenville. Woodenville, Washington. Local. Oh, yes. Huh, look at that. Have we announced like officially what we're drinking tonight? Um, I'm drinking some rum that is um, created, made, uh, distilled here on the island hmm. of Oahu. I don't remember what kind it is, but it's pretty fucking strong. <laughs> well, at least you're not botching movie titles and actors up. I'm trying my best right now. Yeah. <laughs> Holding on by a thread. Uh huh. I got uh-huh, a yeah. stupid monkey monk dash e. It's got mm-hmm. a a silly looking monkey with a monk's robe on. 
Belgian Tennessee style Belgian. triple ale, triple, 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 Wonderful. <laughs> I am not drunk. <laughs> but, uh, it's tasty. I'll give it that. Perfect. I might have had a beer or two prior, so, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, prep beer. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to have the prep beer. Get rid of the, you know, the the, <laughs> the jitters. Uh, oh, uh, one more movie I did see last night was Good Boys. Good Boys. Right, Explain. Wife, wife and I were uh, trying to think of something to do. Coming up empty, and uh, we went and saw a movie. The only one that was playing at the time was Good Boys. Had... Three young teenage boys uh, embarking on a series of zany misadventures, basically, where uh, they have to go to their first kissing party. They fuck up their dad's drone, so they have to like replace the drone somehow, and they have to go four miles while skipping school to go to the mall to get their drone. So you can you can bet there's a lot of funny crazy shit that happens <laughs> uh, i think yeah no it's coming back to me. i think i've seen the trailer um was it good it was pretty funny like the trailer had me thinking it was going to be a lot raunchier but granted i don't think we need to see a bunch of 12 year olds doing <laughs> disgusting shit <laughs> true true yeah i think the biggest names were will forte's in it um, okay the kids are all fucking hilarious really yeah a lot of a lot of fuck words perfect uh early on it's not it's somewhat part of the plot but they go down to the the woods and pass a beer around it's like oh i dare you to take a sip (laughs) they all take a sip and they're like oh the record is three sips because they're all they take a slip and they're like oh it's fucking nasty yeah uh, one kid they hand it to him and he's like no i gotta go he wusses out so they call him sippy cup so his whole (laughs) <laughs> this whole arc, he has to get past this shitty nickname. He's like, "This shit's gonna follow me to high school if I don't get rid of it now." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, kids are I mean, great. The movie yeah. had a lot of good, funny moments. It was kind of about growing up, so there was some little heartfelt moments. But okay, okay, a little coming of age. I guess you could call it like a tween super bad, but it wasn't as raunchy. Gotcha. I mean, super bad is classic. A good measuring stick. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's as good as Super Bad, but it was kind of Super Bad esque. Gotcha. So I bet we'll see more of these kids, though. They're all pretty talented. Right on. Right on. All right. So do we want to call it? Um, the quick misc cover, probably. Okay. So the battle jacket that we mentioned in the episode. Oh, right, right, right. What's the uh, progress on that? We had well. I got the jacket last time. I have to cut the sleeves off, but my patches have started shipping, and a few of them have actually showed up. So on our Instagram, I think I'll let you handle the Facebook portion. But we got a picture yeah. of the three patches that showed up. One is for Falls of Raros. Another one from uh, Godspeed You, Black Emperor, with a hammer with a hope. And uh, one that's just a skull with a big tongue. It says Doom. Which I thought looked pretty red. So. Right on, right on, and that is our podcast. It's Triple M Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, at Triple M Podcast, all one word. Go ahead and check us out. Give us a follow. Uh, be updating that as we go. Uh, Going to be trying to post some memes, some random other craziness on there. 
Yeah, just um, keep it yeah, interesting. Yeah, hit us up, message, drop us a message, and then, yeah, I will be um, probably cross-posting onto Facebook as well. Indeed. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is like, opening for Five Finger Death Punch. Who's opening? <laughs> Megadeth. Oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, come on, Dave. You're better than this. <laughs> Maybe Dave's gotten old and he's just like, I don't want to mainline anymore. I don't want to headline. Uh, maybe. I mean, he is fighting cancer. Yeah. So, yeah. Either way, I was like, when the hell does Megadeth open for anybody? <laughs> yeah. That's but, it's an odd. Okay, Megadeth is opening for Five Finger Death Punch and Metallica is still out fucking crushing stadiums. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Another blow in the long yeah. simmering feud. <laughs> I really don't think any of them give a shit anymore. <laughs> oh, no. They all got more money than anybody else. They don't yeah. care. Yeah, man. Megadeth has its own uh, history and fan base. and I mean, you can like them both. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway. Yeah, caught up in the, in the hate. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of hate everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it out of metal. Metal is about love. Exactly. It's peace and love, man. (laughs) Love metal. Yeah. Aggressively loving. Oh, maybe. (laughs) 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 All right. right. That should do it it for this episode. uh, Episode two. Again, uh, check me out on Instagram at Metal Ginger. The podcast at uh, Triple M Podcast. I am 666sloth on Insta. All right. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah. Stay metal. Stay metal. Catch you guys later. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Duncan is here to keep you running with a much-needed taste of normal. To work, home, or work from home with the coffee you like just the way you like it. Whether that's a small, hot black coffee, your daily 2 p.m. latte, or a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant and a medium iced coffee with oat milk, one sugar, two pumps of caramel, one pump hazelnut, a swirl of French vanilla, and a shot of espresso. I call it my p.m. pep rally. You should really try it. Whatever it is that gets you running, Duncan's got you and always will. America runs on Duncan.